Norm is a Simrad guy now. You have to be able to swim to graduate out of Cornell. The Yanks might be doing it better than us down here in Florida. Tuna.com gets one right in Captain Jeff's face. All this week on the Real Guy Podcast. Clear the airwaves. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Times. That, uh... I don't, that I don't that know. and the clear, the clear Rio that they have. I don't know too much about different fly lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I've had the same fly line on that Reddington yeah. for about 15 years. So when I, I got a new setup, I got a 10 weight, I got that behemoth Reddington reel. It's supposed to be like the bulletproof, not too expensive Captain Jeff style reel. Nice. So I got the new backing, which well, I went did with. Did you put Micron on there? It's right there. See the backing? This? Yep. What the heck is that? That's well, it's 20 pounds, so that's the right. You got 300 yards of 20 pounds. That's all you need. All right. And you see how nice and colorful that is? Yeah, that they is. Sport that's the nice. piss out of that. So you know what? You're going to be able to see this really well at night if you hook anything that gets into the backing. Which never happens. It never happens. Not, not, not in our fly fishery. No. Well, you never know. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly fish the mullet run big this year. Are you? Yes. Big time. I'm going in. I'm going in for the dive. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. put a trolling motor on the skiff. Okay. So everybody's like, "Oh well, you know, now you're gonna be able to spot lock and all this yeah, stuff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't really care about that. I just want to be able to fly fish by myself with nobody else. Then you want the spot lock on it, right? But yeah. that's not the point. The spot lock's no good without fly fishing by yourself, and the fly fishing by myself <laughs> is saving me big bucks. Yeah. Because otherwise I have to do, like, real therapy. <laughs> and, like, to get real therapy now, I mean, you're, you know, yeah. you're, you're into that shit for yeah. thousands. 200, 150, 200 an hour? Yeah. Speaking of, the wife, right? Uh-oh. No, it's good. Oh, okay. The wife. Uh, <laughs> In my world, that's not a good thing. No, the wife is good. The um, <laughs> She threw you out finally. Well, you know, she's a therapist. Yeah. You know, went through all that schooling and all that. Which is um, kind of funny because she's been running the Casbah Spa and Salon for the last 20 years right. with that, all that schooling. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she never let her licenses lapse Good. so she can do all the stuff. So now there's this thing called Talkspace. And it's, yeah. and it's uh, digital therapy. Oh, my. Dude, she gets paid to text people. Like, all right, if you're having, like, a bad night or whatever, you just text your She's therapist. She's like, the, really? Yeah, you text your therapist. She texted you back. <laughs> then you guys can go back and forth. If shit hits the fan, you can get online and uh, talk face-to-face. So, dude. Online. So, so, dude. Okay, tell people out there how they would get in touch with uh, the Mrs. Dog. Well, she's not... If she's, you're going to pimp this. She's not... No, we're not soliciting her. She's got like six oh. clients, which is probably about five too many. <laughs> she's still got the spa and everything. But she's, oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, she's doing Talkspace. <laughs> but if anybody wants to know about Talkspace, um, just type it into Google. Yeah, yeah. And you will constantly get cookies and advertisements from that oh, point geez. on. I bought some stock in it. There you go. It just... It's like... It's a you know new company. Like, okay. I bought a few dollars worth. And... Um, so that makes me a big Talkspace fan now, considering my wife is employed, and 
I own part of the business. Man, that's that's really that's that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, listen, there's always been ways of talking anonymously to somebody uh, over, you know, whatever's bothering you, and that's just, I guess, the latest incarnation of it. Man, that's that's just really cool. Well, that's the latest incarnation. I is. usually use a bar and a bartender. Uh, okay, I mean, that's 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 been the way. I mean, look at my hat. Okay, it says support day drinking. And, you know, and that's one way to do it. Me, I fly fish by myself. But Talkspace, on the other hand, has created uh, a demand. Yeah. And what I mean by that is they, on their advertisements, like if you if you watch one of their Talkspace advertisements, mm-hmm. first of all, it'll make you feel lonely and depressed. And then, <laughs> it, and then it makes you want to talk to somebody. Well, I mean, they've got to figure out a way to cultivate their business. It can't be over in one sesh. Well, it can't be like tobacco or sugar or alcohol or just make addicts out of it. No, they're just going to create. Just going to create the market. Like if you're lonely and feeling depressed, you can text somebody now, now, right now, and that's going to make you feel better. I mean, text pro- star at two five seven or whatever it is. It's probably politically incorrect to even talk about this stuff anymore. Like you're not allowed to say certain things, and like to talk about people that actually might need mental help is probably not like, like me. Well, like most of us. Most of us. But there's a word called coping. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, so all right, I got the troll. I'm getting the troll motor. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna fly fish by myself, and I'm gonna cope. You, you're gonna go get a few drinks. I might go get a. You know, I mean, I don't even know how to cope anymore. It's just, I, I, you know, because then if you cope the way you're supposed to cope, that's not the right way to cope anymore. And there's just, I mean, you know, I don't know. There should be a guide on how to cope, because it seems like no matter what you do, it's the wrong way to do it. Okay, and there's some Gen Xer or some millennial that's going to come along and tell you, no, that's not the way to cope. Okay, and, and it's not. All right, I mean, look at me. I'm on. I'm on my second round. No, my third round of Facebook profiles because I can't just get on there and vent anymore the yeah. way I used to. <laughs> okay, dude, you're not allowed to cope. On I Facebook. got banned again. You. All right, so who got banned more? You or the Ernst brothers? Oh, by far, it's the Ernst Brothers. They're getting banned more. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I actually gave up my old. I deleted my old account. So if any of you out there are friends with Norm Beckoff on Facebook, that's it. It's done. It's gone. If you get a uh, solicitation or a, what do they call it, a friend request, friend request from Norman Beckoff, then yeah, that's me. Oh, you're Norman now. I'm Norman. So Full now, name. So now, and nobody ever calls me Norman, except my mother when she's pissed. Well, now, instead of saying the new norm, I'm going to say it's the new Norman. It just sucks. It doesn't even sound right. <laughs> anyway. So, so you're going to so do some fly fishing by yourself. You're going to get out there. Okay? You're going to be looking for pods. Let me tell you something. This is, this is the shit, especially pre-pod time, which is almost... We're almost coming up on it. All right. So, yeah, we're almost on it. Matter of fact, I have on my phone from pictures that I took yesterday of a little bit of pre-pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might be calling prepod. There's a lot of fools and everything think prepod starts like in June. No, no. there's some prepod in June, but this is yeah. prepod, which is pre. Well, we're in run. August. This is pre mullet. Yeah. So we're getting there. We're prepod. How long would you say in an average year prepod is? About three and a half, four weeks. Okay. You got a solid. You think three- it's that? You think it's that long? Yeah, solid. I thought it was two months. I mean, it starts filling in on the beach. The bait starts coming on the beach end of May. 
So, but that's yeah. not pre-pod. That's bait filling in on the beach in the end of May. No, I know what pre-pod you mean. Pre-pod is pre-mullet run. Pre-mullet run. Yeah, no, no like, I get it. I get we can it. start looking forward to the mullet run. So, are you ready to call pre, pre-pod yet? Yeah, I'm going to call pre-pod. Okay. But you more, heard it here. Yeah. So, but more impressive than calling pre-pod, it's finding pre-pod the day you get back from a 12-way Boston stint. Dude, I didn't see any pictures. I, dude, I got I'm good, just saying. I, I got fa- a lot of family stuff. I got good pictures. We went to Martha's Vineyard. The, uh, <laughs> but then, but forget all that because that really doesn't mean anything. What means something is I went back to work last night and went five for eleven on tarpon, in just, the middle of the summer, like a gentleman. Jumped right into it. Just well, what are you going to do? You, you know. get home. You got to do your trip. Yeah. So you do the trip, five for eleven on tarpon with the eight weight and eight pound test on the juveniles, which is typical. Summertime fishing. I have never caught a poon on a fly, never. And I've I, I I used to I used to fly fish all the time, and I've never caught a poon on a fly. You want to hear my fly fish story? Absolutely. All right. So, I'm always up for it. We're good going story. back to like 1983. Okay. The old man decides that I should get my first fly rod. What was your first fly rod? My first fly rod was an. Eight weight, uh-huh. Coonan rod, okay, with a number four Fenor reel, which I still Holy have. Holy crap! That was your first rig. That was my first rig. A number four Fenor. Pretty sure it's in that box that's a, right that's, there. That's that's a big reel. No, no, no. For a number for an eight weight. No, then it's not a number four. Yeah, it might it's have been the, a number two. It's in the thing, but anyway, it's gold. It looks cool and everything, and I I go out there. The new behemoth is in there too, and I, you should pull that out. The, uh, so the, uh, I go out my very first night and we go tarpon fishing in the lights here in Fort Lauderdale, which weren't like the lights that all these losers fish now. It was just like a shadow line light. I was right. And I got like five tarpon my first night. So then we went over to Treasure Key and then I took a bonefish and I got like three bonefish in like a half a day. So then I says, well, there's nothing to this fly fishing and then put the fly rod down for 20 years. This is the anti-reverse. Number two. Number two. I have a number one. Nice. Which is the Finor's trout reel. Okay. okay. And uh, I actually, I got it as a gift, which was really a cool, it was it was a great gift. Um, I took uh, my, well, my father back in, well, this would have been 84, 85. Um, we took Henry Breyer's son and girlfriend uh out fishing in Palm Beach and we caught him a blue marlin out of the kite. Nice. Okay. Um Henry Breyer used to own Tycoon Finor. Okay. Okay. So as a thank you, he said, How can I thank you? And And you got the reel. Well we got the I got the reel and I still have that reel today. Yeah. Now the one thing about fly reels you don't get you don't really get rid of them. You just, no. You always kinda keep them. Not a big used fly reel market. No, well, it depends. But you know what, though? Okay, I mean, some of the older, some of the uh, older equipment really holds its value, um, like the old Seamasters. Okay, I mean, if you can get an old Seamaster, that thing is just as good as anything. I mean, old T bores, old, uh, you know, the Ted Jurassic reels, uh, the old Billy Pates. I've got a couple of those. They're heavy as bricks, but you know what? They're you know, you, you you're not gonna break that reel. I mean, it's just a it's a beast. Well, so I mean, the fly fishing thing here in Fort Lauderdale, 
is probably the most underrated tarpon fly fishing in the entire world. My average fly fishing trip here, now granted, I'm only going on peak occasions and not yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're getting two to three tarpon a night. That's incredible. With the fly rod. That's in, incredible. In the That's like going to the Everglades. Right. Better most of the time. Okay. Most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Except I did go fishing with Justin Napier. I don't think we got three, but man, was it fun. I think we might have got three. I can't remember. We got a few. Yeah, yeah. But that's over in Naples, and you got the mangroves and everything. Yeah, looks you got the cool. whole scenery. It doesn't look freaking, like a sewer. Right, three feet of water <laughs> and all that. But anyway, so that that's the whole fly fishing thing. And um, Did you catch? But here's the thing, okay? You went, what, five for 11? Is that what you said? Yesterday. Yesterday. Did you catch any look, look downs? One look down. Wow. One look down, and we got him on bait. See, I, okay. had the, I had the kids fly. I had the kids going with eight pound spin. Okay. I would tell you how to use them for bait and how I'm doing the whole thing, but then I'd have to kill you. Mm-mm. And I love you, Norm. So that's not happening. Yep. See that? That's how you. Pl- Man, that's that's that, gentlemen. That's the most polite way of saying that is. you're not going to give somebody information. <laughs> <laughs> I can but tell I, you, but then I'd have to kill you. Right. And because you love them, <laughs> you can't have the information. See that? That's that that. That's a fisherman at 52 as opposed to 32. Yeah, because if you told them that, then they would have to be texting to some anonymous uh, well, just, it, it, therapist. At 32, <laughs> at 32, you were dumb enough to make an enemy. At 52, you're smart enough to keep everybody your friends. At least some of us. And I'm not going to mention any no, names. No, anyway, don't mention any names. Speaking of not mentioning know, any names, I know. tell the audience about your... Electronics upgrade in the old 1978. 77. 77, 26 Scarborough. 20, 27 foot Ricky Scarborough. All right. Um, long story short, I have had a long standing love hate relationship with my electronics. When I first bought the boat, um, I had. I had some old unit. Christ, I don't even remember what the hell it was. Oh, no, I do. It was a Furuno. And it had a. Uh, it had a it had a badass transducer on it, and it still wouldn't hit the bottom, and you know it just had almost no functionality to it. Long story short, I got I pulled that out of there. I got a Garmin. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, when you when I bought the Garmin, um, it came prepackaged as a lot of these electronics packages do. It came prepackaged with a transducer. It was a bolt-on transom-mounted transducer. And this Garmin was multi-unit? This was a single-unit uh, Garmin. Multi-function, though. Multi-function. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GPS, sonar. GPS, sonar, you know, all of that. Okay. Um, and I couldn't hit the bottom in more than 350 feet. Ooh. Okay. It had... it, it and, and, I mean, I, I screwed with the frequency. It's just It just didn't have enough juice to get down there. Okay. It'd be good for like a West Coast guy. It would be good for a West Coaster. <laughs> it would be good. actually that kind of a unit would be good for most, uh, you know, most light offshore, medium inshore, uh, you know, applications because it had it had good cartography, uh, not great, good, uh, and it, you know it had good function, but it just didn't have enough you know juice to hit the bottom. So I'd been wrestling with that for many years. And I even put, I put another, I put two different transducers in there to try and, you know, boost the performance and it just nothing worked. Okay. Mm -hmm. So finally I said, you know what, that's it. I'm, I'm going to upgrade everything. 
and you know all my boys every you know you, you always rely on your boys okay and everybody's screaming yeah you gotta have you gotta have simrad you gotta have simrad you gotta have simrad okay all my guys are simrad guys okay so simrad i said guys yeah okay <clears throat> so there's simrad well there's simrad guys and there's garmin guys and there's Lawrence guys, you These know. These guys are Simrad guys. These are Simrad guys. Okay. okay. Going to keep it straight. Right. You know who we're dealing with. Yeah. So at any rate, so I said, all right, well, you know, I'm going to, I guess I'll be a Simrad guy too. Um, but not for nothing. I mean, I did a fair amount of research on this too to find out, you know, because I don't have a lot of space. I don't, I, I can't put two 12 inch uh, multi screen, you know, multi function screens in, in my boat. I just don't have that kind of real estate. So I needed one screen that did a bunch of different things so i settled on the simrad ss uh 9 the evo 3 okay and yeah okay oh yeah yeah not not skimping over here. no 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 it's a it's an expensive piece of equipment anyway um so with every with with simrad though everything you buy everything a la carte okay it's like going to southport raw bar all right nothing comes with anything so I had to buy the transducer separately. I had to buy the module separately. Okay, fine, no problem. So I go to a guy who, you know, long, long, long time good friend of mine, and um, he put together a package that was, you know, that was a pretty good deal. And so, uh, you know, come time to put everything in, we hauled the boat out of the water. We cut a hole in the bottom of the boat to put the new 1KW transducer in the boat and uh, get the boat back in the water, install everything, made a new faceplate for the, you know, did did the whole nine yards, okay? Beautiful unit, go to turn it on. And, and, you know, you have to understand that when you buy electronics, and I don't care what package you buy, it's never going to work out of the box. It never does, okay? Almost, almost never, okay? You have to... You have to program this, and you, something has to recognize this, and there's always that fine-tuning that has to happen, and I understand that, okay? But come to find out that whoever sold my guy on what package to, you know, how to package this up mm-hmm. didn't do enough homework, Okay. Uh, so somebody that, that you don't want to name totally kind of blew it. Well, I don't think he blew it. I think the guy that he relied on to put the package together blew it. Okay. Okay. And I'm pretty damn sure it's somebody at Simrad. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Does that piss off the Simrad guys? I don't know if it pisses off the Simrad guys or not. I, I, you know what? And I don't really care. All right. What I'm really ticked off about. Imagine that. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm really ticked off about is, is I've got half the functionality that I should have, and the reason why is because they weren't, they didn't tell him that he needed two transducers, two different transducers for one unit. Ooh. Okay. That's two different transducers and probably two different modules. Okay. I don't know about the modules. I do know about the transducers. All right now. With two transducers and two modules, what are these electronics going to do for you that your old electronics didn't do for you besides get the depth? Well, it's not just get the depth. It's get the detail, get the bottom contours. Um, and and 
there's there's a card that I have to buy, which I was kind of hoping I wouldn't have to buy it. I thought it was preloaded in the machine, but it's 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 an upgrade of the software that's in the machine, and you have to buy that. Imagine that. But that's with all electronics, and I'm not surprised by it. Um, but it gives you additional detail. It gives you uh, it gives you additional cartography. It gives you different ways to look at the bottom as you pass over it. Uh, there's the, the, you know, I got to tell you something. It was it was such an eye-opening experience to see what detail that you can get in modern-day electronics. It's it's really amazing, and it's no one. I mean, look. Let's face it. Let me let me put it in in practical terms. Have right. you ever seen a guy that just isn't a very good fisherman? And he buys new electronics, and all of a sudden he's coming back with a with with you know a better uh, better days. He's got a, he's posting buckets. Okay, oh, that would be your tile fisherman. Yes, your, your vermi fisherman. Right, your, your bottom fisherman. Your, yeah, even your deep your, your, your deep water pota- guys, meat and potatoes. your sword guys. Okay, all of those all of those guys. Okay, and I got to tell you what. Okay, there are fewer and fewer uh, there are fewer and fewer reasons. To go out there and get skunked anymore with the electronics and the packages that are available today, and I know I'm sort of sounding like a pimp, but at the same time, it, it's just amazing what's out there. But you have to do a little research, and you have to make sure that what you're getting is the right thing. Okay, and I I, I blame myself a little bit. A little okay, bit. a little bit I do. Okay, uh, I, I blame myself. I did ask most of the right questions but not all of them okay uh i should have known that simrad is a la carte and but at the same time i did ask a very pointed question is this the right transducer do we have all the right stuff and they said yes so and and i don't think i don't think it was on the guy i'm buying it from and the guy who's installing it i don't think it's on them i think somebody sold them that package all right, this second transducer, are you going to have to drill another hole in the boat? I don't even think I'm going to get it. I, I you know, How does that work? I, well, I haven't decided, to be honest with you. I'm, 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 right now, I just discovered this problem today, so I don't know. I mean, do I need 3D down scanning? You know, do I absolutely need it? No. Okay. I mean, it's not 100% necessary. It's great to have it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going uh, to upgrade the cartography, the, the software, and I'm going to see if uh, that does it. Because, you know, like they have this, uh, they have this stuff called Seymour Maps out. Okay, you've all heard about Seymour Maps. Okay, Seymour Maps gives you a 3D um, look at the bottom. You know, you know that, that, that uh, Drain the Oceans? That show drain the oceans. Yeah. Okay. Where they they graphically uh, take the water out of the ocean and it shows the three D uh, images of the bottom. Right. That's what Seymour Maps is. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Simrad or there's there's a there's a uh, a software out there called CMAP Reveal, and that does the same thing. Okay. It gives you a three D image of the bottom, and if I can go out there and I can record the bottom. And look at that 3D imagery. That might be all I need. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just trying so. to figure. And 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 I mean, without getting personal and nosy or anything, but let me get personal. And uh, uh, 
What kind of cash are you wrapping up in these new electronics? It's going to be over eight grand by the time it's done. Eight thousand. It's going to be over eight thousand dollars by the time it's done. This stuff isn't cheap. No shit. Okay, but for that kind of money, I should have full function of all of the features. So I don't know. We may have to talk about that. I I don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's gonna somebody somebody definitely screwed up. All right. So the eight thousand. That's for the hardware. No, no, no. That's. I, I'm not going to give you a price on the hardware, okay? It, that's that's all in. I'm okay. guessing it's somewhere, and that's including that's probably including the haul out, uh, you know, the haul out and the and and the 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 installation on the transducer. But I'm guessing that's somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, that's not in. too crazy, though. No, not too bad. Well, I mean, electronics come a long way. You're getting a lot more for the dollar than you used to. It's unbelievable. I mean, I can remember doing packages on these big Bertrams and stuff, you know, back in the friggin' 90s or whatever. And these guys were, you know, into their shit for 25, 30 grand. Absolutely. So, and they weren't marking 1,500 feet. No, you couldn't. No, it wasn't. You couldn't. Technology wasn't available. So it seemed to me like you're getting a little little stressed with the electronics. Well, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, stressed isn't really the word for it. Disappointed is probably... A better word for it. I think anytime you, know? you do anything to your boat, take it out of commission for any reason, one mm-hmm. form or the fashion, it's stressful. Like, it's, yeah. Like, I mean, I've been waiting a long time <laughs> to get this trolling motor. You know what I mean? Now, here we are, third week, or our first week in August. By the third week in August, I start getting busy again. This is my window. Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm going to take it to wherever I'm taking it, to the guy Bobby here. Mm-hmm. It'll be on the trailer. It will not be in my driveway. Okay. That's stressful. Wow. That's stressful. Dude. If I do go to the ramps or if I'm out there, I'll be out on your boat, Timmy's boat, somebody else's yeah, yeah. boat. I won't be captaining. That's stressful. Yeah. Which all brings us back to this therapy thing. That talk space thing is going to take off. They should market it to people that are buying new electronics. They should. I mean, there should be, there should be, there should be a coping mechanism. For that kind of thing. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm going I'm to change topics, but I don't know if you knew it or not. But the other day when I was going out tarpon fishing, you saw me yeah. hook the fish by the ramp. I did. Do you know who was on the boat? Tyler. Tyler from the Tyler. tarpon club. Tyler so, Hetrick. So anyway, he, we had a, we had a good night. We caught a few tarpon, yeah, yeah. but he was happy. But Tyler was starstruck when he saw Captain Norm. He should have been. He saw you. He saw the old Scarborough going across the friggin' thing. And I, says, I get that a lot. And I was like, that's Norm. He goes, that's Norm? I was like, Norm. Dude, he was fired up to see Norm doing his thing. You were taking people back and forth in the port. He saw the old Scarborough. You acted like you didn't know him, which made it that more intriguing for the guy. Oh, hey, listen. I, I get that a lot, okay? And, and I mean, you know. I'm around. People see me. The boat's very visible. You know, it's just it's not something that you see all the time. And you know, I I, I, you, I try not to act like a dick, but it just comes out. And you know, I mean, <laughs> hey, shit happens. But but Norm, I don't know if you realize this or not, but most people there's two they they they, they relate Norm to like the new Norm, and they also relate Norm to the guy that was in the sitcom Cheers. 
Uh, and you're the norm of Port Everglades. God. So people drive into Port Everglades. I don't even know what that means. So they drive into Port Everglades and <laughs> they, they see norm. you and they're like, oh, there's Norm. Did you see I was in the Sun Sentinel? No, I did not. Yeah, there was an article. To my point exactly. There was an article, there was an article in the Sun Sentinel about, I don't know, I guess maybe it was the, the, the first ships that were, you know, the first cruise ships that were leaving uh, the port. And I was doing a job in, in, in Port Everglades and, you know, they shot a picture of the of 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 the port and i was right there and so i get a lot of people that were like i said of course i was in facebook jail at the time so i couldn't maximize my star profile couldn't maximize your your (laughs) weekly stardom so people roll in and they're like look there's norm every time they come to port everglades same like when guy walked into cheers they're hey norm Norm. so anyway i don't know if you knew that but um (laughs) It was on my list of things to come up with. Well, Tyler what, from the Tarpon Club was fired up to see Norm Beckoff. Well, I mean, that's, you know, it, that's 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 always good, you know. I mean, you get it everywhere you go. Everybody's out there yelling, run that dog. They know you. They know the boat, you know. I like it that they yell on that Yeah, it, and, it, it's a long, and it's from a long ways off. And it's, 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 it's like therapy for them. Yeah. They're like, let me just get one out. It's, they, they had, you know, it's like they, they, they go out, maybe they're out on their own boat or they're at the dock or they're at the ramp and they see you go by. And it's just like, oh, that's Captain Jeff, you know. But let me ask you a question, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm to throw this back on you. In the wake of iCast. Right. Okay. Which is so 2017. It, it is, but at the same time, it's still a thing for whatever the reason. Right. Okay. In the wake of iCast. Is there anything that is more annoying than a fishing celebrity? Think about this for just a second. Here's a guy, and he's all credentialed up. Okay, he's wearing the only clothes that he has in his locker that probably doesn't stink. Okay, unless he's a fly guy. Fly guys never get... Never get yeah, they not, never... They're no. not as gross okay, as Okay, they're not as gross as us. Right. Okay, all right. And... They're all credentialed up. They're at iCast. They're pimping something. Whoever knows what it is, okay? And everybody's going up to them, and they're taking their picture, okay? Like, here I am with Roland Martin, okay? Who is by far one of the most annoying fishing celebrities that exists on the planet. That's that's your opinion, Norm. Some of them are annoying. Most of them are annoying. Well, up until 2017, Norm, it wasn't even it wasn't even like ICAST wasn't the place to go get your picture taken with a, a fishing celebrity. No, I started that. Just so you know, like I went to ICAST and took pictures with all these guys and made it like this huge big thing. And Nobody then, even knew what ICAST was until you went there and started posting pics. Yeah, but even more importantly is I started posting pics with you I know, didn't know what it was. With Dance and with Palette and with all these guys that were there. And then I was sporting the piss out of my badge. We made the funny video and everything. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I cast was so 2017. People are still dragging that on. It's 2021 and they're bragging they're, they're at iCast and they're sporting That's not original style. And they're sporting the piss out of those lanyards. Yeah, that's not original style. I'm, I'm just telling you right now, okay? <laughs> Somebody... Who thinks that they're famous? It's like being Instagram right. famous. I'm iCast famous. Okay, I don't understand somebody who goes out and does something that everybody should know how to do, which is fish. Okay, everybody should know how to fish. I'm sorry. 
okay? Because it's 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 a basic. It, it's just something that you should know how to do, or at least know somebody that knows how to do it and go with them, okay? Period. End of story. If you don't know how to fish, if you don't fish, don't even talk to me, okay? If you're a golfer, I don't want to hear from you, okay? But long story short, if you don't have that basic function of self-sustenance, which is what fishing is at the end of the day, okay? We go out and we fish so that we can eat, okay? That's basic human function, okay? <laughs> All right? Okay. If you think you're famous because of that, you're not famous. That's not, that's not famous. Famous is relative anyway. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I just all right. I, I saw all the videos and it was annoying as hell. All right, let me tell you something, right? I cast going to make you feel better. <laughs> so I drive up to Jensen the other day to do a podcast with uh, Mike Connor from Florida Sports and Saltwater Sportsman, the guy that wrote for every magazine in the world. Yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. Mike Connors, and we do this long podcast. Goes for about an hour, twenty minutes. Really good. Love doing it with him. And at the end of the podcast, his wife and his daughter walk in. And his wife comes over and gives me a big hug and introduces her to herself and says, you know, I've loved you ever since I saw your iCast video. <laughs> yeah, but that was original style. But doesn't that make you feel better about yeah, iCast? Yeah, it does. It does. It, and about, and it, about the whole fishing celebrity thing. Plus, the other thing, too, is I can't bash the fishing celebrity thing too much because at LunkerCon... We bring in all the fishing celebrities, well, wait a minute. and people are taking pictures, and they're giving hugs, and they're doing their bros wait a and all minute. that. Hold on. There's a difference. There's a difference in fishing celebrities. There are people who think that they're fishing celebrities, right? Okay, and treat everybody else as if they are, and then there's legitimate fishing celebrities who are cool as shit, okay? I'll give you a perfect example of one of them, okay? Um... Jimmy Houston. Jimmy Houston is as down to earth as it gets. Right. Okay. He's just a cool dude. Okay. I met the guy one time and he was pimping something. And I said, dude, I said, you know, listen. And I, I, I said this to him straight up. I said, you pimp so much different stuff, Jimmy. Okay. How do I know if you're full of it? He says, man, he says, off the record. Okay. Half the shit that I, that I pimp is just that. It's just, it's, it's crap. It's something that I get paid to do. It's what I do for a living. Right. This actually works. Which is always, okay? which has always been the, the dance is another cool dude. There are, there's a lot. I think the vast majority of them are cool. The big knock on the whole fishing celebrity thing is sponsor. The whole reason that we do a lot of the social media and stuff is because we're the voice of the sponsor list. So there's always been that, let's call it an animosity. But you know, I want to bring up something that you brought up. You said that everybody should learn how to fish. Everybody should learn, at le or at least go with someone's how-to. Well, I agree. I learned something on my Boston vacation that I didn't know. You, and that's another thing. If you don't, if you think you know everything, you don't. If you go to Cornell University, uh huh, you cannot graduate if you can't swim. No kidding. How about that? No, real, really. That's phenomenal. Phenomenal. My my niece goes to Cornell, <laughs> and she's friggin' you know one of these brainiac types. She's a mathematician, yeah. and she's a good swimmer, so she's got yeah. no problem you know passing. Yeah. But she has friends that can't swim that have to learn how to swim before they graduate from Cornell. That's incredible. That's phenomenal. That's basic life stuff. That's 
you know. That's life. That's just basic life skills. Right. But people can run a jet ski without graduating Cornell. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't <laughs> just, get me started. I flipped it on you. You can get on a jet ski at any given time. Yeah. But you can't graduate from Cornell without learning how to swim. You. It's just. Um, it should be just, required that um, you don't know how to swim if you are on a jet ski um, because I believe every jet ski and everybody who jet gets on a jet ski should be at the bottom. I'm just throwing that out there. See, this is where I get a little bit on the hostile side. Talk space. Okay, I need to give me that. Give me that. Those digits. The other thing on my list of stuff that I wanted to throw uh, your way um, on this podcast Mm -hmm. is I wrote it down. I think the Yanks are doing it better than us. Tell me. I think the Yanks are doing it better. than Well, let me tell you what. They all come down here and tell us that they are. So tell me what you're talking about. Okay, so I'm out there and I'm boating. You're boating. Boating. Wait a minute. Did you go? Did you leave the dock without a rod? No. Okay, all right. But, that, but that's... That's for Eric Brandon. I hope he's listening. But we're boating. Yeah. And we're going down, and I'm not going to mention the spot. Okay. Because well, I don't want to, like, to freak out. No. Not like they would let it freak out, because, like I said, the gangs are doing it better. They have this beautiful river and this inlet, and then it goes out to the ocean. And there's a lot of people there. I mean, there's houses every single way. I didn't see one jet ski. No jet skis allowed in the river. I'm moving right now. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm going back next summer just to get my 10 Ds of jet skiness. Less. Ness. Lessnessness. Whatever. So anyway, no, wow. je- no jet skis. Okay? Phenomenal. We went out on the boat probably... Where was this magical place? This is a, place, a, a beach called Hummer Rock. Just on the... Hummer Rock? Hummer Rock. Just on the south side of Situate Harbor. But anyway, they they got this river and there's no jet skis in it. Also, in the 10 or 12 times that we went out in the boat, it was fucking freezing cold and raining and all that kind of crap. But nobody was booming the loud music and all that. People had their music on. They were were jamming. Were there anybody – did you see any boats – with people twerking no, on the bow. No twerking. No twerk. It was a twerk-free, jet-ski-free zone. Environment. Environment. Everything up north is about the environment. So so listen. So no twerking, no loud music. I qu- I'm quitting tomorrow. No, no jet skis. And, and check this out. It did not smell like sewage one time. No sewage. So you weren't there at low tide. I was there at low tide, but it smelled like the ocean at low tide. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Now, there was a time when I when I was in Boston, and we're going back 20-something years ago, uh-huh. that they had their sewage issues yeah, yeah. and their pollution issues, yeah. and it stunk like holy yeah. hell. Charles River is a sewer. Was. Was. Except they had a fish kill up there. Yeah, during, yeah. During this thing. I wonder what that was about. But in general, the beach that I was at, it did not smell like a sewer. No plastic or trash on the beach or in the water. None. Virtually none. Did you see... Did you see... Oh, I can't say that on this podcast. All right. Uh, For, let me, okay. Let me just keep going. I'm just, I'm just telling you All that, right. that the Yanks, the Yanks are, are kind of somewhat, in a way, no, undisputably, doing it better than us. What types of boats did you see up there? Uh, uh, did you see your 40-foot sea rays and your... You did. Lot, you know, and of, all your Clorox bottles? Yes. You, you still had that element. You still had that element. Fortunately, um, people actually work up there. Mm-hmm. So during the week, now that you didn't really have to deal with that element. Secondly, 
you saw the, the those boats, but then you also saw like handcrafted wooden work boats. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which to me, that's just that's that like makes your, Doesn't that warm the cockles of your heart? It does. To see a boat that somebody made for himself <laughs> fifty years ago, and he's been yeah. busting his ass and feeding his family yeah. with that boat. And you're not talking about one of them. You're talking about a lots bunch. of them. Sure. And you're talking about ones that you saw yeah. over the last twenty years. Every yeah. time you visited there. Did you see a lot of lobster traps? You know, it's funny. Did you have to dodge it, a lot of lobsters? We had to dodge some, yeah. but the lobster traps aren't out aren't out there like they used to be. The lobster fishing isn't quite what it used to be, at okay. least in that part of Boston Harbor. and um, Or I should say the South Shore. The South Shore. Yeah. So. See, I'm from the North Shore. All right. Those dudes from the South Shore, they're all a bunch of mix. All right. And that, we're going to bring that up, That's too. That's different. We're going to bring that up, too. Mix don't fish. Segregation is at its finest up there. Great. And it's, dude, doesn't seem to bother them that much. But, you, you know, you can't go on the south end of Boston with a name like Maggio. You'll get beat up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But nobody brings. You better keep within your own. Nobody brings that up on those God liberal news channels and all that. But that's the truth, okay? <laughs> See but, how I can just turn it on and off? But, but, but like I'm saying, the Yanks are doing better than us. Then I go to a Red Sox game. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I walk into the stadium and I'm like, I feel like I'm at the Red Sox game. Through and through. You were at Fenway. At Fenway. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a doubt in my mind. Now, I've been, I've seen the Marlins over and over for the last, I don't know how many years since they've been here. Never and it's once, a circus. Never once do I walk in the stadium, even the new stadium, and be like, oh, this is, this makes me We're feel, at a Marlins game. This makes me feel it's like, like going to Wrigley. It's like a new experience every yeah. time you go. You never yeah, know what you're yeah. going to get. So anyways, they're doing baseball up there. They're all singing, you know, like the seventh inning stretch, yeah, you know, yeah. take me out to the ball game type thing. The kids are hanging out all over the place. They're getting the foul balls and all that. The wife and my in-law are doing a uh, eating contest and drinking contest. They got hot dogs. Peanuts, cotton candy, um, IPAs, friggin' uh, what was my old lady drinking? They were selling IPAs. They were selling IPAs. The the Sam Annuals, Sam Sam Ad, Adams, Sam Adams Summer Brew. Yeah, a little lime in there. I was sporting the piss out of those at that game. I'm telling you, dude. In certain ways, the Yanks are doing it better than us. We're down here in South Florida. Everybody's thinking about, oh, I want to be in South Florida. Dude, we fucking ruined this place. Oh, this place is a sewer. Miami is the prettiest sewer in the United States. And I'll tell you something else, okay? Diversity is way overrated. Since we're going, there you go. I said it. Since we're going way, way negative right now, Martha's Vineyard ain't got shit on Humrock Beach. Martha's Vineyard is over is overblown. It's a tourist thing. It's a it's overblown. It's is like it, Nantucket. I heard Nantucket was more fishy than Nantucket's super fishy. D- yeah, Martha's mm. Vineyard not so much. I've been to Nantucket. Not so much. And then how do you have a beach town with like this huge proportion of political symbols everywhere? Political symbols? Political symbols. On in a beach town? Right. That that should be like that shouldn't even be allowed. Right, that's bullshit. So, for the most part, the Yanks are doing it better than us, except for Martha's Vineyard. Well, Martha's Vineyard is like a microcosm. Not that I didn't it's, have a good time there. You know, I, I mean, listen, I, I'm just blown away by your report. So why are they all moving down here? Taxes. 
Oh, yeah, taxes. Taxes, it's getting think, expensive. I, I don't think the mass holes are moving down here that quickly. I think it's more the New Yorkers, the New, Yorkers New, Jersey, New Jersey, you know, yeah. Pen- Pennsylvania people. Yeah. The, the mass holes, they just, they just. Are I was con- born in Boston, you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They, but they're content with themselves. I mean, that's, that's, that's really, I mean, that's, it makes me want to go there. Period. End of story. If I could, if I could live year round, and work year round up there, doing what I do, I don't know why I would be here. Well, it's nice to be warm. It's nice to be warm, but at the same time, my God, it you know, no twerking. That's a reason to move out of Florida. Listen, if you are all out here, and you're listening to this right now, they don't twerk in Massachusetts. They're not twerking they on don't. the water. There's twerk-free zones there. That's, that is worth it. There are twerk-free zones. There's jet ski-free zones. What do you think the chances of a party boat captain finding a grill on a boat in Boston Harbor? Um, very low. Compared to, very com- low. Compared to Dade? Very low. <laughs> very low. But I got to tell you what, okay? Our situation in Dade, it's getting a lot better. Okay, um, I think some of those people are running out of their uh, their 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 money. Yeah. Okay, and we're starting to see some of the more traditional clients uh, in our business coming back, and so that's you know I'm 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 hoping we don't get another series of lockdowns. I don't think that's where we're going, um, but having said that, it's it's starting to improve just a little bit, and it's noticeable. So. You know, that's good. The twerking is still there. It's annoying as hell. Okay? The loud boom, boom, EDM is still there. I mean, the the stuff that is just going on. I mean, do you think they have in Hummerock? Hummerock. Hummerock. Yeah. I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing inside like Beavis and Butthead at that. Google Earth okay? it. Google Earth it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google Earth that shit. Okay? But do you think... I mean, do you think there are any third world Cracker Jack man bun azimuth driving cell phone super captains up there? Did you see any of that? Did not see that. Wow. Did not see that. And let me take it a step further. Because the marina, the marina's up there. Do they allow sailboats in the marinas? They do. Okay. That's a small price to pay. I, I learned a few things up it's there. It's a small price the, the to pay. The sailboaters and the powerboaters mingle up there much better. They play nicer together up there than they do here. Because I, I kind of took that attitude, like, you know, the old blowboat thing, yeah. especially in Martha's Vineyard, and they look down their noses at me. <laughs> but then again, yeah. I'm a fishing guide. Most of the people were looking down their noses Absolutely. at me. Absolutely. But, but, <laughs> but they, the ganks are doing it better. And I got, I got more. Wow. I got more. The marine is up there, okay? Yeah. They're not full of guys like you and me that are working on boats people actually having beers and having fun and barbecuing on the dock and they're saying hi to the people that are going by and actually are genuinely happy well you know why because they only have two months out of the whole year to do it regardless i take two months of genuinely happy people here anytime we don't have that because at the hallover boat ramp (laughs) <laughs> or at 15th Street Boat Ramp, or at George English Boat Ramp, or at Bahia Mar, or Pier 66, yeah. or Sunrise Harbor, where the, all the money in the world is, you're not seeing a lot of happy. No. 
No, not at all. There's a bunch of get out of my way. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. I don't care if it's for 60 days or 90 days out of the year. The Yanks up there in Hummerock are doing it better than us. I'm going to have to start going up there. And I went tuna fishing one day. And? .com got one right in my face. Did he really? I swear to God. I got, no kidding. I got pictures. I got pictures. I was only able to get out one day. Did you get any bites? No. Um, we were out there. We're on the south end of Stellwagen Bank. There was about sixty boats out there. I saw about four people get bites. Dot com. Yeah. Got one right in my face. Yeah. And I didn't even feel bad about that. I actually felt pretty good about that because it'd be one thing if like everybody was getting bites and I was the only one not getting a bite. But if you're going to get, if somebody's going to get one in your face, it may as well be him. Right. He's been getting. Or Marciano. Did you even see Dave? Was I, text, he up there? I texted Dave. Yeah. You want to know what the Dave's message was? Who's this? <laughs> no. Dave, I wanted to make sure we we're using the right bait for one, and Dave being the gentleman, real guy that he is, yeah. told me that Fishing Live Max was the thing to do right at the time. So, you know, I want to make sure. I didn't have a lot yeah. of time, so I didn't want to waste any yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I did reach out to Marciano about yeah. that. And, uh, I told him what was going on down there at the south end of Stellwagen, and he told me that the fish were pretty much everywhere this year. Yeah. And these idiots They're that were driving out. 40, 50 miles to yeah. get a few fish, he's fishing right next to the inlet over there, and he's getting them. Yeah. Which I can relate to. Anyway, I'm not sure. I didn't get into details with him, but the rest of the boats aren't talking to Dave. Dave says he wasn't playing well with others. Well. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. And .com got one right in my face. He should have got one right in my face. Considering he's the tuna.com guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean, if you get, it's like if I go tarpon fishing, I would expect that you're there and I would expect you to get one in my face. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That would be the right thing to do. So anybody that doesn't think that .com or some of these guys that are fishing in Wicked Tuna aren't yeah. real guys. No, they are Well, aren't. if the guy gets one in your face, he automatically yeah. goes into real guy status. Yeah. Which he did. And I got pictures. <laughs> And I'm not sure what I want to name this podcast. What is it going to name it? Either the Yanks are doing better than us or .com got one in my face. .com got one in my face is a better tease. I'll get a lot that more That is a views. better tease, yeah. Probably have to do that. Did you know somebody got pissed at me? It's one of the, somebody out there in social media land. Imagine I got pissed at me. <laughs> but of all things, because I was promoting my own podcast. Why would he get pissed at that? Because it was the Black Tip H thing. Black Tip H, he holds that big tarpon out of the water, right? So yeah. I give it a little bit of a tease, and I'm like, love him or hate him, you know, and it shows Black Tip H. And yeah. they freaking got all bent out of shape. They're like, oh, well, yeah, that's what you YouTubers and podcasters do. Yeah, no shit. I'm going to put on my own show. And I'm going to try to get the most interesting thing. See, I can totally all, rip on Black Tip H. Of course, keep, everybody could. I, I could do that right now that's very, what, very easily, but I'm not going to because I'm a gentleman. Well, you can rip on them if you want. The title of the podcast was Black Tip H, Love Them or Hate Them. Oh. Because people love them and people hate them. But I've never had more drama and more blah, 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 little bitchy shit going on than when I was This doing is what I'm talking about. Fishing celebrities. People who think that they're fishing celebrities who really aren't. Josh is a fishing celebrity. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Okay. Dude, that guy's gotten millions of people to watch him every single month. So does Darcy. She's a celebrity. No. Yes, she is. She's Instagram famous. There's a difference. Okay? You should explain that to anybody that's that's younger than, say, 35. 
You can't because they don't. That's that. That's the reality that's, that they know. Right. It, that's not famous though. It, that's not fame. Regardless, the point is moot. Let me tell you. I'm, don't get it, the, talk space. <laughs> can't tell. I got a few shares. I'm like talking who, it up. People who are Instagram famous. People who have their own. I don't even know what to. They're in their own little world. I'm Instagram famous. Okay, so they promote the piss out of themselves. Okay, and yeah, maybe they started out on YouTube. Okay, but at the end of the day, there's a difference between somebody who thinks they're famous and somebody who is deserving of being famous. Oh, fame no. doesn't come. That, fame isn't from self promotion. That's a whole nother thing. Deserve being famous? There's no such thing. What's the, oh yeah, yeah, there is. No, there is. You isn't. do something great. You win a tournament, or 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 uh, you know, you catch a world record or who, something like that. Who, who's That's that, different. Who's the friggin' superstar Hollywood dude? What's his name? He played uh, Superman. He's a freaking heroin junkie. Whatever. Superman was a heroin junkie? <laughs> what the hell are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about this. You're not talking about Christopher Reeves. No, I'm talking about. That's the only Superman I know, and that other guy, that older guy. George something or other. He's in all the movies. He's had drug problems his whole life. He's gross. Who hasn't? But he's freaking super famous. I mean, you know, deserve being famous. Well, he's and being in the movies. Or... He, he, if you're in the movies, and by the way, Darcy refers to me. That's because she doesn't have any original style. It doesn't matter. She, people refer to you. They're great. <laughs> Just the way it is. <laughs> We're gonna get sued. We're not going to gonna sue us. But my kid's going to Cornell. She already knows how to fish, but I, I just, I just know. So you already know she's got a leg up in just being able to graduate. Well, she's got a leg up. Going, Is she going to Cornell? Really? Dude, that'd be nice. She's, she's into math and all that. But the, uh, <laughs> well, I, dude, this the, that's the other thing too. If one more person asks my little girl, who's in. Just going into 10th grade, what she wants to be. Oh, what, that's stupid. And what university she wants to go to. I'm 53 and I still don't know what I want to be. It just drives me crazy. <laughs> oh, where are you going to go to school? Dude, she just, she's not going to be a sophomore this year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, give her a break. There's counselors at Cardinal Gibbons at the school that are freaking sitting down with freshmen talking about where they want to go to university. Talk space. Killing me. They could talk space the shit out of that. Killing me. I mean, I'm telling you, you look like you're going to have a heart attack over this. Well, we, you know, the whole kid thing. It's stressful. Okay, this is they're they're sophomores. Okay, and this is the time, and I because I remember being a sophomore, and this is the time when they start doing some scholastic aptitude tests. Okay, and everybody starts thinking, well, you know, you only got two years left. You know, do you have the rest of your life mapped out? No, they don't, okay? There are very few kids that know where they're going and where they want to be. But for whatever the reason, that sophomore year, it's like the cutoff point. That's where you start to have to like focus on this stuff. Right. So, And I don't know why. So learning how to swim in Cornell, that makes sense to you, right? Yeah, sure does. It makes sense to me. You know what else makes sense that nobody ever tells their kids? Math. No. It's called a di diversified long-term... Diversified long-term portfolio. Don't hurt yourself. It's just diversified long-term long -term portfolio. portfolio. Right. Because a kid, if 
All right, my kid got a job at 15. Yeah. If she started working on a long-term diversified portfolio at 15, yeah, then she could tell the people to go to Harvard and MIT all because she'd have enough money and dough to do whatever the hell she wants, yeah. which is the whole reason you're supposed to go to there's these universities a lot in the first of, place. There's a lot of ways that these kids can get into it, and that's probably another podcast, and it's probably not for us. Well, but, I'm just saying, yeah. when, I went to, when I went to the University of Connecticut, nobody yeah. told me that you could be a commercial driver and make 150 grand a year. Dude, I just learned that like three days ago. Right. It's true though but nobody told you that yeah well you know we got this you know and 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 so maybe these universities should stick to basics like cornell they should stick S- to, send, all education send the- should stick to the basics they're being told what to believe and how to believe and who to believe in okay math history the basics stick swimming. to that stuff swimming stick to the basics fishing stick to the freaking right. basics Tom. 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 time 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 Talk space. I get, I get upset. Talk space. I know you use the, the podcast as a therapy, and I think that... It's kind of. And I think that you getting out you know? these things, I think, helps the audience. Well, I don't get out much. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you got out today. <laughs> Norm Beckoff, there he is. Thanks for being on the Real Guy Podcast. Hey, man, anytime, anytime. Run that dog. Run that dog. <laughs> well,